The Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land we walk on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. If I really went deep on this, I could probably write a book of negative comments that have been said about my body. Don't always assume that if someone is losing weight, that A, it's intentional. Yes. Or B, that they even want to discuss it. Hello and welcome to Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist. And I'm Sarah, I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. Sarah, have you ever had people comment on your body? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, me, God. A thousand times too. yes. Yes. <laughs> me too. Um, it might be a family member, a friend, a work colleague, or some complete random. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely out of the blue, without prompting, and totally unsolicited, they have decided that you need to hear their thoughts on your body. It's so pervasive. Like, whether it's well-intentioned or sinister... Commenting on women's bodies has become so normal, we don't even register that it's happening half of the time. Mm. Even in the way that products are advertised to us, subtly or not so subtly, suggesting that there's a million things that are wrong with you, and here are the things that you need to buy to fix up your flaws. Yeah, if you think about how many um, things you would see every single day, you know, billboards, pop-ups on, you know, sponsored products on Instagram, like there's so many messages that basically tell you that there's a lot wrong with you and you need to fix all of those things. For a small price to pay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Yeah, let's get stuck into this shit today because it really does have an impact on the way you think about yourself, the way you feel about yourself, and it also massively impacts on your health and your well-being. And we are all about health outcomes on this podcast. Anything that gets in the way of you and your good health has got to go. It sure as hell does. I'm not sure if you saw this, Gab, but recently actor Jonah Hill had posted to his Instagram page and it said, I know you mean well, but I kindly ask that you do not comment on my body. Good or bad, I want to politely let you know it's not helpful and it doesn't feel good. Much respect. I hadn't seen that, but I know that Jonah Hill is somebody who, yeah, for many years, he's been one of those actors um, where the press have, have followed him and, and they've done like... Hounded the, him, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the body transformation shots and there's all kinds of doctored images of him online and different, you know, playing different roles and different film sets and all that kind of stuff. I haven't I haven't seen that post though and it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. I know, I know. <laughs> it just, it resonated with me because as, look, as you said, look, he's... Obviously, he's been in the, uh, you know, he's been in the headlines and been in the media since he was a teenager mm. um, and uh, and has clearly, you know, often played the character that's the kind of the the, the friendly chubby guy. Mm. And uh, and just look, as a lifelong yo-yoer myself, you know, over the years I have not had the same media coverage that, uh, that young Jonah Hill has had, but I have definitely had my weight go up and my weight go down. And uh, and for as long as I can remember, I've had so much unsolicited advice on my size. And 
and it's so interesting when I was thinking about this earlier today, people actually very rarely tell you outside of, you know, Hollywood where I think they're very happy to tell you if you've gained weight. <laughs> but in our, like in our day-to-day lives, I don't think the unsolicited comments are necessarily when we've been on the upswing of a yo-yo, mm-hmm. but it seems that people feel very, 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 very comfortable in telling you that you've lost weight. Mm. And, it, and it's just like, you know that, uh, I mean, we've you and I have both lost a bit of weight over the last couple of years, and that has been through really quite a, it's been a different approach to what we've necessarily done in the past, where it's mm. been really about you know, incorporating some daily exercise and and just trying to make, you know, healthier choices when we can. We've been doing this from a headspace of trying to get a bit healthier, a little mm. bit fitter, not to change our body shape or body size. And I know that these comments are kind of intended to be positive, but it just doesn't always feel that way. Yeah, so when you're saying um, what you're talking about here is um, that in your experience – whenever you've lost weight, somebody, whether it's, you know, a family member or somebody at work, somebody has actually just come out and said to you, wow, Sarah, you look amazing, you know, you, you, and has basically just out and out commented on how you physically look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or they, you know, the people that will just, so they'll, they'll come up to you and they'll say, you've lost so much weight. And you're like, uh, okay. Hi, how feels- are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how are you how doing? How are you going today? Yeah, that's it. And like, <laughs> I haven't spoken I think- to you in six months, but sure. <laughs> And I think that anybody who has lost or gained weight, they're generally pretty aware of that. Like, mm. it's, it did not come as a surprise to me. I knew that my body was changing because I was doing different things with my body. Mm. I didn't really need to have that flag waved at me going, hey, you look different. Mm. It's such a knee-jerk thing for people to, to do. You know, if it's a colleague or someone you haven't seen in a few months and they, they walk in and the first thing they do is comment on how you look. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, and I don't that's what I mean. I just don't think that it's you know, when it's when it's a friend or a colleague, and I'm talking kind of acquaintance friends, not talking, you know, your your best people that understand you and love you and and have been on this journey with you, mm. but kind of the acquaintances and the the colleagues that you don't necessarily see every day. I still think that it just, it comes from a, a kind place. I don't think that they're saying these things to make you feel uncomfortable or to make you feel self-conscious, but bloody hell, it makes you feel that way. And well, it makes me feel that way because every time I hear those positive comments about my body, I'm also going, so were you thinking awful things about my body yes. previously? Like, why are you even really paying any attention, attention. to my yeah. body? Yeah. If you're a if you're an acquaintance or a colleague, what bloody business is it of yours? Mm. It's like the one type, the one example where positive reinforcement makes things worse. Yeah. Because, you know, like it, it's sort of like, you know, when you think about when you're working in a job and you hardly ever hear anything when you're doing a good job, you only ever hear something when something's gone to shit or you, you've done something wrong. That's when mm. you hear that's when you hear any feedback. In this instance, it's the reverse of that. You will only hear from people when they have something lovely to say, which, yeah, as you say, is, is well-intentioned um, and I'm sure, you know, they mean well by it. 
again, commenting on people's bodies, just a weird thing to do. Just stop doing it. But, you know, it's a, it's a well... It's it's a well intentioned oh, thing, but yeah. what you're the reverse of that is you're saying that the, all the other times that you saw me, you thought I looked like shit because you didn't feel compelled to comment on my body then. <laughs> no, no, but but you're clearly making judgments on people's bodies, mm. so they can't all just be positive judgments. Mm. Um, and uh, and and look, I know that I've been guilty of it. Absolutely, like it's something that I've been making an active and like concerted effort not to do anymore mm. because I think it's, you know, it's it's ingrained in in so many of us because we've been taught that smaller is better and mm. bigger is not. Um, so I think it takes, like, it, it takes some training and some thought and some conscious effort not to keep doing these things and not to keep saying things about people's bodies that you don't actually need to comment on. And I think there's so many more wonderful ways that you can compliment somebody if you want to. Um, but it was it was interesting when you actually had a look through the comments on this Jonah Hill post. Granted, the, the vast majority of these comments were really overwhelmingly positive. Mm. Um, interestingly, the comments section of this post have now been turned off. But oh. while they were still there, there was one comment from Sharon Stone, famous movie actor, saying, can I say you look good? Because you do. Oh. I'm like, no, that's no, the, Sharon. That's the whole point. He literally just said, <laughs> please stop commenting on my anything. body, <laughs> negative or positive. Please just stop doing it. It doesn't feel good. As a human, I have more to contribute than how I look, you know, how I look, how I present to you, what you think of me physically. But, but is can not I just say that you look value. good? No, you can't. Oh, and... I think the reason why this also really is like I, I have a particular gripe with this is that from a medical perspective, mm. unexplained weight loss can be a red flag for some really serious diseases. So I'm talking, you know, cancers, autoimmune conditions, eating disorders. So don't always assume that if someone is losing weight that, A, it's intentional. Yes. Or, B, that they even want to discuss it. Yes. Like people can be having a really hard time. I know – I know that I gained a lot of weight when I was grieving. I know that I lost a lot of weight before my wedding with some pretty restrictive eating that I definitely would not subject my body to anymore. Mm. And and in neither of these times did I particularly want input from the, you know, from the acquaintances. <laughs> Obviously, you're my best mate. If you'd have come up to me at any point in time and said, "Hey, is everything kind of okay?" then that would be a different conversation to have. Mm. But I think unless the individual who you are you know, potentially making these judgments about has raised this with you first, kind of maybe don't bring it up. Yeah, especially, you know, like, as you say, if it's like, I know you, I know you and I know each other, we know our health journeys, we know over the last few years we've made a concerted effort to to drop some weight, to be healthier um, because we we have major risk factors, you know, especially yeah. in our, you know, in our, what's the word, I'm like our genetic in our, history. Yeah, in our immediate families yes. we have significant risk factors if we were continue, if, if we were to continue to perhaps make, you know, poorer 
dietary choices and, and no continued not to exercise. Yeah, yeah. And we knew that. And so it's like, cool, let's stop thinking about, you know, having a bang and summer bod. Let's stop thinking about punishing ourselves for, you know, not fitting into a certain size. This is literally about, this is life and death. Mm. This is prolonging life. This is prolonging mm, a yeah. good and healthy life. Let's see if we can get healthy. And this, these are some of the ways that we're going to do it. And, and, and we have done that. And that's, great yeah. but you and, and I our, knew that and about our bodies, each other yeah exactly and our bodies have changed we mm. there are physical changes in our bodies that have occurred as a consequence of changing some of the ways that we eat and adding regular exercise into our lives but the body change was not the that was not the focus that was, was not, not the, the direction no. that was that was not why we were doing this and then but it also- just felt really weird when then people would comment then on how you know how much better your body looked. And yeah. Like, but hey, you should you should check out my insulin levels. Yeah. My <laughs> insulin levels look bloody great. Cholesterol <laughs> is low, baby. Yeah. Like, like that's LDL, the thing. It's, baby. <laughs> it's like it's it's saying you know that's the thing. You and I know these things about each other, and so when we see each other and we go, and I know that you're making a concerted effort to be healthier. It's you know, it's still weird for me to comment, like, you know, I'm your friend and I love you. It's still weird. I still find it weird to go like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Because, yeah, it, it is basically saying I didn't think you looked amazing before. I think you look amazing now because you're smaller or you've lost weight, mm. which is it's it's so pervasive. You and I are both guilty of it. But at least we know this history with each other. It's so much worse when it is a random or it's like a colleague that you only see once every few months. Um, or, you know, it can even be somebody. Oh, that Rello. A Rello with. that you only see oh, once God, every relative, few months. Like, it could even be somebody that you see all the time. But they're not close enough to you to know that this is a particular focus of yours at the moment. And so, yeah, just randomly commenting on your body and saying, oh, my God, you look amazing. As you say, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. From a medical perspective, something really awful could be going on. And so being like, hey, you look amazing could be like, shut up. I'm going through a really tough time. Exactly. Exactly. A physically tough time, a psychologically tough time. A you know a really tough time in a relationship. Maybe you you know you are struggling because someone in your family is really unwell, and that's mm. having an impact on your health. Just keep it to yourself. People. Keep it to yourself. Totally. It's funny. Like um, this is something that you and I have mentioned a few times, particularly over the last couple of years, because it's something that you've come across. You know, a few times now, somebody just randomly going, "Hey, Sarah, like you look amazing. You've lost so much weight," and you're like, "What the?" F- <laughs> What you, the, you the, know how you know how incensed I have been. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Which is <laughs> hey, we're doing a whole podcast episode on it. Um, but the the reverse is my experience. Um, uh, I mean, sure, I'm sure at different times people have commented on um, how like commented on my body if I've lost weight or if I looked good. Um, I just don't tend to remember those times because I have a negativity bias and I always only think of the negatives. Um, but, um, you know, like I've spoken on this podcast before about, um, you know, certain experiences that I've had as a, as a teenager, you know, good old drop bum at high school from a, one of my high school teachers who had to make a, a, a costume for me for the high school <laughs> musical and decided to, you know, tell me that my bum was very difficult to sew around and called me drop bum. Um, but, you know, I've I've had family members my whole life comment negatively on how I look. So the reverse of this is the people who comment on you negatively, mm. even when you absolutely 
don't have anything wrong with you. <laughs> like there's nothing no. wrong with your body. But, you know, it's, it's at critical times in your life. So you might be young, impressionable, um, you know, we're, we're surrounded by media representations of women in, in film and TV and magazines that have told us that there's a very specific beauty standard and most of us don't fit it. Mm. Um, Even and- despite the fact that the beauty standard changes every 10 years. Mm. But still... Never going to fit it. Never going to fit it. Um, but, yeah, I've had I've had fairly consistent um, experiences with different family members commenting on my body in a negative way. I, I have a very vivid memory of um, going, spending an amazing day at the beach with my very first boyfriend. This is, you know, my first Aww. love in the Cute throes story. of that, you know, first love kind of. Um, you know, just that kind of wonderful yeah. experience just and giddy, yeah, giddy with. Yeah, going on a you know the first beach date type thing and, and spending the day at the beach like obviously covered up completely because you know that's what happens with my skin. Um, but I had an amazing day at the beach, um, and then after that, a family member said to me, you know, asked about it, said, "Oh, you, you went to the beach with your boyfriend?" And I said, "Yes." And they said, "You let your boyfriend see you in your swimmers?" And I said, "Yes." And they said, "You let your boyfriend see your bum in your swimmers?" And he and he still wants to date you. Oh my god! And oh, and that's just god. that's 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 not even. Give me this person's phone number <laughs> now. I have words to say. It's not even the half of it. Like that's some of the lighter stuff that I can think of. If I really went deep on this, I could probably write a book of negative comments that have been said about my body. And then this is at a time when I was really young, really impressionable, oh. and also. Would have been completely healthy if I'd been to a doctor and they'd done all the assessments on my, you yeah. know, late teens, early twenties body. They would have gone, cool, tick, tick, tick. Everything looks good. Clean bill of health. You know, nothing to worry yeah. about. Oh, that is <laughs> oh, it's so appalling. But it's not. I'm so it, sorry. Oh, thank you. I know, I'm, you know, I'm I fine know, now. Obviously. I, know. <laughs> I mean, oh look, shit. The negative stuff. I've, I've definitely dealt with from the from the knocked knees to the mm. girl girl that I went to university with who just said to me one day when we were trying on clothes in a change room, "Wow, you've got a really weird shaped body, don't you?" <gasps> what? And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I, I, I guess, guess, I guess so." I don't really. Do- what do I give? So I guess to? Uh, I'm going to save some money today because I'm clearly not buying any of these clothes. <laughs> Oh my god! Why would you? Why would you say that? Oh, and that's the. I think that's sometimes it's even worse when it's a woman saying that to another woman. And you know what? Most of my experiences are women saying this to me. Uh, it's like you, overwhelmingly, you know how overwhelmingly hard this is. so. You know how much you know. Like sure, you know we use Jonah Hill as the example at the start, but you know he he is by no means the only person um, who has had to deal with this stuff. You know, and and you know there's so many women who go through this all mm. of the time who are in the public eye. You know, being torn down for how they look or being you know their whole bodies are being um, deconstructed and and commented on. But yeah, like it's, oh. it's so frustrating because it's like you. <laughs> You should know. You should know better. You should know how hard this is for women. Yes. We've literally got everything against us all of the time, every bit of advertising, you know, oh. telling us we need to fix ourselves, to shave this, to wax that, to dye this, to, you know, get rid of this wiggly bit, to laser, no wonder, laser no this No wonder off. we're exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, Don't do it to each other. Actually, I'll tell you, tell you another, um, like, like an, another way that I've thought about this is that when you're with somebody 
and they're not necessarily saying negative things about your body, oh. but they are going to town saying negative things about other women's other people. bodies. Yes. Other people. Oh, she's she's really let herself go. Or have you noticed that so-and-so's like it's the behind the scenes yes. negative comments as well. Have you noticed she's really, she's really stacked it on. She's really, oh. you know, she's really, she's really chunked up. What a hideous phrase, oh. but I have definitely heard that one. Oh yeah. Um, what, what about um on the, even on the flip the flip side of that? Have you ever had somebody say to you, "Are oh, you just looking so healthy? Oh, <laughs> you're looking so with, healthy." With a, <laughs> with a pause though. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're looking so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what yeah. are you saying there? <laughs> so before you could tell just by looking at me whether I was healthy or not and you deemed before not healthy, now healthy. Is it the haircut? Is it- it's the haircut, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Just stop. Just stop commenting. I've got, I've, I've got taller. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller feet. No, I have no idea. Um, look, somebody that I've discovered in recent years on Instagram um, who is ju- – I just love what she does. Um, it's Katie Storito. She is an American um, businesswoman. Uh, entrepreneur and just legend. Like her kind of background was in PR, but over the last sort of 10 years, she's basically built up herself, her business um, into this incredible space. And it's all about, you know, body positivity. And uh, basically she, she she has a whole bunch of different things that she does. One of the things that I love the most is uh, she does the her supersize the look. So she will take a photo of a, um, a famous, you know, star of some sort whether it's a you know an actor or a dancer whatever you know wearing an incredible outfit and then she basically finds um a version of that outfit that that suits her body and body shape um and and she is very clear that it's not about a who wore it better scenario it's just about showing women that we can all belong but at the same time she also is massive on calling out brands to be more size inclusive so She'll try on new new seasons of stuff at, at sort of big brands in America and she'll film herself trying this stuff on and she'll go, she'll say like, this is the largest size, this is supposed to be a large or this is supposed to be a size 16 or whatever it is and she'll try and put it on and then it's like her boobs are completely out, you know, it her bras. so showing, like, demoralising, isn't it, when you're, <laughs> when, you're in, when you're in that change room trying on the very largest of their not terribly inclusive size range. Yes. Yeah. How demoralizing is totally. that? All right, I love this woman. I haven't yeah, actually I don't know her name. I haven't looked at her account, but Katie I Katie Storito. I'll put I'll put a link in the show notes. She's amazing. Um she's also got a whole bunch of um she, you know, as I said, entrepreneur. She's made a whole bunch of different products for women um to just be more comfortable uh being women. So she always talks about things like boob sweat and thigh mm. chafe. She's just like it's like real talk 24/7. It's like let's let's get rid of all this like bullshit around, you know, the perfect type of woman we're supposed to be and all the things How about ourselves that's supposed even to chafe hide. if you have a, a you have the appropriate thigh gap <laughs> it's so good anyway I've started reading she's got a book called body talk which she released earlier this year I've started reading it um it's called body talk how to embrace your body and start living your best life it's so great it's really lovely look it's 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 a fun read it's um you know it's not gonna 
it's not, it's not going to blow you away in terms of... Uh, it's not a Pulitzer. Yeah, it's, it's just a fun, you know, absolutely realistic take on her experiences, things that she's dealt with and some of the ways that she's been able to overcome some of the negative, she calls it negative shit self-talk. Shit yes. self-talk. Yeah, yeah, and she just constantly talks about that um, and just, just things that she's done over the years um, to help, you know, get past a lot of this stuff that's, that's everywhere, so pervasive in our lives. Um, so I highly recommend Body Talk by Katie Storino. Uh, and yeah, just follow her on Instagram. You'll you'll she will make you smile. It's so great. Yeah, we definitely need more people on Instagram that will make us smile instead of making us compare. <laughs> yes. Um speaking of like real shit things that happen um mm-hmm. and relate to women and women's bodies. Um so I won't mention the the brand name, but there's a fairly massive activewear brand that I recently saw Massive. somebody post about mm. and this was just like, you know, a, a person on Instagram who was wearing this brand's top and she's filming herself and she rolls the bottom of the top up like so it's inside out to, sh- to reveal that there's a hidden message in t- inside the, the top and the hidden message says, I run so that I can eat cheese or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yep. And I was just like, look, sure. Sure. <laughs> it's cute. I see what you're doing. It's, you know. You know, we can all have in, a laugh. It's a yeah. tongue-in-cheek marketing slogan. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've, eaten, I've eaten naughty food. I better run it off. Oh, and, you know, the oh. thing is, like, yeah, I, I, te- I text, texted this to you uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I said something oh. to you, like, I walked to the pub so now I can have this beer. It's called offsetting, like, you know, dieting offsetting, baby. And, like, I'm, I'm guilty of doing this. Um, and, and. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that you kind of have to stop because we have to separate exercise from eating, exercise from dieting, and and the, the only reason that you do exercise is so that you can have certain naughty foods. Oh, exactly, exactly. It's this, it, it's this whole um, using exercise as punishment motif that mm. uh, let's face it, I think you and I perfected that for many a decade. Yes. Um, and and particularly, I think, if you're using it as a punishment for emotional eating, it's a vicious bloody cycle. Mm. You know, we need to we need to continue to hammer home that message that exercise is something that you do for health. Eating well is also something that you do for health. Eating bad is also something that we sometimes do because we crave certain foods. It's not good and bad either. It's just like cheese is bloody wonderful stuff mm. if you're not lactose intolerant. Yeah, Enjoy and it. I'm not. Maybe uh, don't have a wheel of brie three times a day, but you don't have to. You there, there's not this kind of cheese in exercise out equation that you have to that you have to balance every day. Mm. Just, I mean, it, I know it sounds so simple and it sounds kind of trite when I say it, but just try to eat good food most of the time. Enjoy, and when I say good food, I mean just, you know, nutritious food that your body needs and craves. And then, you know, enjoy the things that you love eating and do some regular exercise because mm. it's really good for you. And and don't use, like, don't use exercise. Don't hold exercise up stop, on this stop pedestal. Making of- it, yeah. Stop <laughs> making it transactional. Yeah. Stop yeah. making it transactional. Just 
try to try to be a bit healthier than you maybe used to be. Done. Yes, Tick. there's so many, so many good reasons to exercise that we talk about on this podcast all the time. Your mental health, your cardiovascular health, uh, your learning something new, allowing your brain to learn new things. Mm. You know, as a you know, spending time with someone you love, doing a bit of exercise. Like, there's so many things. Having a bit of me time and listening to a podcast. There's so many amazing benefits to exercise. Do not make losing weight or, or your diet the main link between no. you and exercise. I'm going to get a T-shirt that says, I bought cheese so I can eat cheese. <laughs> I'm going for a run. I'm eating cheese. I'm working a bit. I'm sleeping a bit. The day, yeah. the end. <laughs> None of these things are related. <laughs> no, no. I used to, oh, yeah. God. So frust- so frustrating. And you mm. know what? That is a huge, a massive global fitness brand specifically targeted at women. And it makes me so mad to see that because again, it's just reinforcing this idea it is. that there's something wrong with you. If you make certain choices, you need to punish yourself for them and that exercise is the way that you do it. And again, it is it is reinforcing dangerous ways to exercise you know like we sort of talked about last week when you know when you cry during exercise and sometimes the reason why your body has that emotional response is because you've pushed it too hard too fast and you haven't you haven't passed your ventilatory threshold exactly you know and it's like well that's exactly what's going to happen if you say to someone if you have the cookie if you have the piece of cake you then need to go and push yourself through a 50 minute you know run uh when you haven't gone for a run in the six Mm. months prior to that you know like absolutely you're going to be putting your body through things it shouldn't be doing yeah, and if you're an exercise sloth, then we need to do everything that is possibly within our, you know, within our grasp to find ways to make some regular exercise just that little bit more enjoyable. And every time that you tell yourself that exercise is being used as a punishment for something, how how are we meant to learn to enjoy that? Hmm. We need to think of, you know, a little bit of exercise. Uh, a treat's probably going too far, but... <laughs> It's just, you know, it is just one of those things that we that we should try to incorporate so that we can live a healthier life. It's not punishment. It's not transactional. It's not just a funny little tongue-in-cheek slogan. Mm. It, yeah. F you, big brand. Yeah, I know. I'm so, I got worked up then. I got all sweaty. I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll take you. Whilst also being very careful not to say the name of the brand so that we don't get sued. Um mm. Yeah, we saw. I, I, we both saw this actually. Um, an amazing post. Uh, another Instagram account um, that we've recently followed uh, is skipping with Sarah, and Sarah is based in the UK. Um, it, it, she is. She's incredible. She's incredible. She basically started skipping in May 2020, is what her Instagram says, um, and she just taught herself to skip and now most of her content is her skipping and also skipping tutorials and how to do different types of moves and and basically how to start from nothing and she's also got you know like programs where you start off really slow and you kind of gradually build your skipping fitness and then start you know start bringing in a bunch of um cute little skipping moves um but yeah there was an amazing post that she uh put up recently which kind of Damn, this resonated with me. <laughs> yeah, ties this Damn. whole episode together. Oh, my God. Do you have it there? Exactly. I do. I do. All right. So this is skipping with Sarah. Let's make one thing clear. 
Movement does not have to be used as a tool to burn off food, nor should it be used as punishment for what you ate. Disconnecting the link between food consumed and calories burned was one of the most effective mindset mindset shifts that led me to enjoying exercise for what it was and reap all of the amazing benefits that come with movement without feeling the need to work on weight loss. In fact, working out to compensate for food you ate could be a red flag for disordered eating and a likely cause of poor body image. If you do this, you're probably also restricting food and feel guilt slash shame whenever you fall off plan. If this sounds like you and you want to learn how to actually enjoy exercise, consider taking a short break from your fitness tracker. This small step can have a big impact. You will no longer be able to see how many calories you're burning. This should allow you to focus on other fitness goals if you want to, such as increased strength, pace, speed, improved breathing and general well-being. Exercise is such an amazing privilege. Let's not use it to punish ourselves. Yes! Round of applause! (laughs) I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. She nailed it. It's really hard. Look, it's really hard to do. And, you know, I've had the privilege of medical training. I'm also, you know, old enough to have, you know, lived through my 20s and 30s already. It's really, really difficult to separate food and exercise. And uh, and it's not something that will happen naturally to a what to a lot of women because it's just so pervasive in our society. Mm. It's written inside of our t-shirts. Um, <laughs> so it take it takes some conscious effort. But once you once you start to detangle these things, it can have such a an enormously powerful effect that you will start to enjoy exercising, and you can start to feel a whole lot less guilty just full stop Mm. yes which brings me to um my workout for the week uh i love the the name of this workout it's a it's a yoga with adrian sesh it's just a a quick 20 minutes i did it the other day i loved it so much it's called let it go and she's basically basically saying let go of all the bullshit baby like let go um it's a, a really lovely combination of relaxed yoga with a little bit of spice um I felt so good afterwards there was like some really good like neck rolls and that kind of stuff my shoulders everything felt loose and good it was a little bit challenging so you know maybe not if you've never done yoga before it's probably not a good one to start on um there was some pretty intense warrior lunges uh and I definitely (sighs) you know got the leg burns going (laughs) you know get the legs legs shaking um but if you know if you're keen to try or if you've you've done a bit of yoga before um you could totally you could totally do this one there was a moment though where Adrian said um you know you could you could do a vinyasa move through a vinyasa and head to downward dog or um if you want you could just head to child's pose and I was like yep I'll just head to child's pose (laughs) just already there already there I'm already there. It's a little have, you, dad. <laughs> have you ever been in child's pose when she suggested that you could go into child's pose? Yes, and I'm like, I already, have, already and I'm like, <laughs> meet me, me there already. Or she'll be like, way ahead of you. She'll be like, okay, now, you know, um, yeah, a couple of breaths in child's pose and then we'll move on to the next thing. And I'm like, not quite ready mm. to move on yet. I'm just going to stay here and see what happens. <laughs> I'm still breathing. <laughs> oh, so good. The Women Like You podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. 
Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. You can follow us on socials. Just search for Women Like You podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And do you know what next week will be? What? Episode 21, baby. Oh, we made it to episode 21. We can buy alcohol in the United States. (laughs) Although we've been drinking for years in Australia. (laughs) Indeedy. Oh, that's so good. 21. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be amazing. And um, yeah, I hope we're all on the way to no longer commenting on women's bodies. No longer having our bodies commented on and um, eating cheese without having to run anywhere. Yes. Don't run because you ate cheese. Run because you want to go for a run. Eat cheese because you want to eat the goddamn cheese. These two <sighs> things should never have been together. But anywho. Who put running and cheese? Oh, my God. Just. I know, but we're not allowed to say their name on television. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or a podcast. I was going to say, did you say television? I did. <laughs> What what medium are we? I'm tired. (laughs) All right. I love you. I love you too. See you in episode 21. Woo woo. 21.